guilty of this. I have a nonprofit, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go into this chamber, and you know, all these businesses are gonna want tax write-offs. They're gonna support me left and right. This is a common misconception among people who join networking groups, masterminds, any group environment when they're trying to grow their business. If you're struggling with making connections online, in Facebook groups, networking with your chamber, or even understanding what happens behind the scenes in the chamber of your area, definitely continue to listen to this podcast because it is for you. Now, if you've not heard of my BU Boss Squad, now is the time to perk your ears up and listen because it is an amazing opportunity for you to be around like-minded women who are interested in growing their businesses, but not just alone. 2020 was a year of isolation. We're praying to get out of it in 2021. So take the first step for your business, get out of isolation, stop operating in a silo with your business and take a look at and join or apply to join the BU Boss Squad. So I hope you get a lot from this podcast episode today. Sandra is amazing and she is going to be walking us through what it is like to be a member of a chamber, the benefits and all the things in between. So stick around and listen. Welcome to the CEO Mindset Podcast. Whether you're the CEO of your life, your profession, or your business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and this podcast is the number one place to get tips and techniques for working smarter, not harder, using personal branding and authenticity. Now, hit the subscribe button, be prepared to leave a comment or review, and let's get started with today's topic. All right, guys, before we get started, I have got to share with you my friend, Sandra. She is absolutely amazing. She's the membership director at the Allen Fairview Chamber, where I am a member. She's responsible for things like membership sales, development of recruitment, networking activities, scheduling ribbon cuttings, the coordination of membership committees, senior service alliance, and other new member events. She's worked for 15 years as a senior marketing research and analyst for City Capital and Prudential Financial Real Estate and Relocation. There, she was responsible for the continued development, implementation, and management of internal and client evaluation processes. Now, Sandra grew up here in the West Texas area, and she just loves spending time with her family. She also, you can tell, loves working within the chamber. She loves their relationships. I can see it, and I know she loves her relationship with me. Ha <laughs> ha, obviously, she's on my podcast. Anyway, guys, I am so excited to have her on the show. She's amazing. She's a wealth of information. And she is just really beloved by everyone inside the Allen Fairview Chamber. And I want to just kind of let you know that this podcast, there may be some parts of it where they're specific to our chamber here in the Allen Fairview area, but I would, I would really incline you to check out your local chamber and find out what services they provide, because I guarantee you it is so much more than just that 30-second pitch opportunity that happens early, early in the morning. I bet you if you dig a little bit deeper and a little bit wider to the area uh, chamber um, in your area, you will find that there are services you had absolutely no idea about. Either way, sit back and listen to our podcast and then find networking groups. If your chamber doesn't provide these services, find a networking group in your area 
that can offer some of these same services so that you can begin to gain exposure for your brand and really connect with the right people to grow your business. All right, guys, without further ado, here is my amazing friend and the interview with Miss Sandra Midkiff. Now, again, let me just tell you this part too. There are parts of the podcast where I sound like I'm far away. We were interviewing in person and one of my mics was not working. So there's that. But beyond that, this interview is amazing and she provides us with a ton of information about the way chambers work. All right. Enjoy, everybody. Okay. Thank you so much, Sandra, for being on the show. I'm so happy to have you. As you know, I am a member of the Alice Beverly Chamber, and um, I've tried really hard to participate and be supportive of other members, but I, I really wanted to have you on the show because I feel like you can give us a good understanding of the importance of being a, a member of the Chamber and what role the Chamber plays not only in the life of the business, but for the city that you live in. So yes. We're going to speak more in general terms. I don't want you to feel like you got to answer the question specifically for Alan, but just, you know, just overall, just the benefits. And since you're the membership director, you can tell us that because I'm sure you have to tell that to me all the time. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we're going to dive right into some questions. Um, first of all, what is a Chamber of Commerce so that those who don't know okay. will understand? All right. The Chamber of Commerce is a 501c6 nonprofit business association uh, whose main objective is to provide services to members, businesses, including but not limited to business building, uh, advocacy, educational opportunities that enable our businesses to prosper. Nice. So, in layman's terms, yes. we are in this together as a community to help each other grow our businesses and to support the people in the community with what it is we serve or we provide. And the Chamber does a really good job of making sure that the word gets out and that we uh, have the benefits and and things that can support us to do what we do for the customers. Absolutely. So that is our primary role is just to be here for our local businesses, to support our community and all of our members. So we're here uh, not only to promote those businesses by putting them on our website and things like that, but also, and a part that you know a lot of people don't know about the chamber, is the advocacy part of it. So it's the behind the scenes. Everyone sees us out doing ribbon cuttings and doing social networking and you know all of these things. That's what everyone sees, but there's all the behind the scenes that is a huge part of the membership um, that a lot of the people don't know that that exists. So part of that would be, say you're opening a new business and the city blocks off your street. Customers can't get to you. Bring it to the chamber. We can help with that. We have those connections with the city or perfect example we have a new business wing snob that was going in and they had a fire code issue and they were not able to get to the person they needed to get to at the city to get past this so that they could open they contacted the chamber sharon has all those connections and she was able to go directly to the one that she needed to and it was resolved so lots of different situations uh, destination gym mm-hmm. same thing when they were going in in their new location and ran into some kind of code issue or something and they were brand new didn't you know really a lot about our community and reached out and problem solved so well, i mean i mean that in and of itself is worth the membership because i think you think so much of the chamber being the place where you go early in the morning or late in the afternoon to do a 30 second pitch and to try to get business and like sell 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 but what i found when i joined 
Bali was typically there's a culture within the chamber. So wherever you are, before you go in and kind of start belling, 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 learn the culture of the chamber to see what that looks like for everybody else in the, in the organization. And then I love that it's not just about, you know, coming in with the mindset of, I'm going to sell my product to, because I'm guilty, guilty of this. I have a nonprofit, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go into this chamber, and, you know, all these businesses are going to want tax write-offs. They're going to support me left and right. Well, you get in there, and you realize that's not the culture, and people need to get to know who you are, what yes. your organization is all about. They want to trust you and know that you're going to be there for them if they need something. It's not just about, oh, you're a nonprofit. Let me throw money at you. It's mm-hmm. a lot more... Um, a lot more intimate than that. It's, it's more, more personal. It's more personal than Absolutely. That. You really want to get in there and understand that culture. I love that. So that is the definition. Well, it's, you know, the chamber, that's another one of the pieces of the chamber is providing those opportunities so that you can meet the other business owners in our community. They can learn about your business. You can learn about theirs. That's what makes the whole networking and building those relationships, that's what makes it work. That, that is exactly what makes it work. And I think that we've been sort of conditioned to believe that in any networking, quote unquote, networking situation, the idea is to see how many business cards can I pass out, how many business yeah. cards can I collect, and, you know, and then you go put everything in your CRM and, you know, then you have like your day where you sit down and you call all these people and you do cold calling and that's just not how no. networking should work. And that's why I wanted to absolutely have because we've had this conversation before yes. um, in ambassador meetings and just in the, in the chamber meetings as a whole that it's not just that simple. No. And, um, even with um, the some of the services that we have, like I'm sure most chambers have it with the uh, directory that you can go online and you can look in the directory. Um, I don't know about other chambers, but ours, we don't have the phone numbers. So it is the phone numbers. Yes, it's phone numbers. Email. Yes, email we don't provide because those lists would just be sold and we don't want to do that right, to our members. Right. We're protecting them with those email right. addresses. We're very protective, yes. Right. So even with that, though, that is a protection mechanism that's in place for you as a business owner so that you know if someone is calling you from the chamber, it's a it's a qualified lead just because it's a member of the chamber. It's nothing else. Right, yes. You know, you yes. know that they have the protection of the chamber and that they can, that they're at least a resource that is, I don't know, I don't know how other chambers work. I can only speak for hours, but I just know that we do a really good job of, of, of referring within our organization. Absolutely. Um, so if someone's calling you from the chamber, I always have to think twice about, like, hey, what do you need or how can I help? So I think that people should, I mean, guys, if you listen, just like the value of finding a chamber in your area is so great because you're not it's not just an ordinary networking organization as you no. heard Sandra was talking about city organ like city people in the city like they will advocate for you with the city if you're running into problems so who hasn't had that as an issue you know when they are trying to get something done with the city and you know, and, and it actually goes even further than that. I mean, the chamber, it's not only just on our city level. Uh, once every other year, Sharon and all of the other CEOs of the chambers go to D.C., and they'll go in your behalf. And the way that is so impactful is because 
you or I, I mean, we're just responsible exactly for like our business, you know, or you as a business owner. And some of our business owners, I mean, especially the Allen Fairview Chamber, we have a lot of small business owners. So they may have one to five employees and that's their voices for those one to five. But when the chamber goes, that voice is not representing just all 600 of our members. That voice is also representing every one of their employees. So whether they have one to five or whether they have 500, the chamber is representing every one of those people. If there's an issue or concern that we're having in our town, I mean, that's what we can take it all the way to D.C. and be a voice of thousands. So that's, that, and you know, you're exactly right. That is part of what not everyone sees that part of the chamber. That's, they see the fun, the value. you yeah, know. That's the value that people miss. It's yes. The fun part, you're right, is going for Tuesday morning live here. Yes. You get the donuts and the coffee and, you, you know, your power things with your grandkids. And you do it like a little social hour. That's all fun and great. But like you said, the, the, the real meat and value of the chamber is that, that stuff that happens in the pretty flashy bright lights of the banquet or the golf yes. tournament or the Tuesday morning live. So right. let's talk about that for a second. What are some other misconceptions about the chamber that you you've heard or found to be? Well, another one is um, our chamber isn't funded by the city. A lot of chambers, you know, are connected with the city, and they get funding that way. Our chamber does not. Uh, our chambers, all of our funds are through our committees, through our networking, through our events and things that we have, and our membership. That's wow. that's where our money comes from. It's not funded from the city. That even makes it that makes it even more special because we have a connection which. I'll get to it a little bit. Well, you know, we might as well talk about it now. But it's because we we may not be funded by the city, but like you said earlier, we have the connection to the city. Yes. And because we are, and I know, you know, just when larger companies come to our area, they have, you know, the city has done all the economic development stuff and all of those things. But we've worked together with our chamber, with the economic development committee, yes. and with other committees. With for the shop Allen. As, yes, as, uh, that's as a perfect example. example. The, where we had three huge organizations within Allen City, Economic right. Development, and the Chamber. I think yes, it absolutely. It was and all we, three. And we all worked together to help grow and get people shopping local yes. during this horrible pandemic because all three of us i mean we all have the same goal it's to support our businesses support our community that's what we're here for all three of us and yes we we aren't funded by them we're all individual but we definitely partner together work together i mean just as close as we can yes we're all in this together for the same goal and and on that i do want to go ahead and say and i every time i'm speaking with a prospective member or a new member i mean Absolutely. As the chamber, we, we don't want to just have a place where everybody can go and see how many business cards you can pass out. That's not building your relationships to grow your business. If there's 100 people there, I mean, and you pass out 100 cards, you probably made no connections. Mm -hmm. Versus if you go in that group of 100 people and you really connect with five of them, that is going to be more successful for you than passing those cards out and not not getting to know them that's, them not getting to know you that's so true an example happened to me when I, again when i first came in with the nonprofit that you only get 30 seconds to tell people what your business is about but it wasn't until i sat down 
do those one-on-one, mm-hmm. like Sandra said, and you talk to those five or ten people, you do those one-on-one. Well, during one, I was told, Terry Davis, she said, your organization sounds amazing, but you don't get enough time in that 30 seconds to explain it. You really need to talk to this person, that person, and this person, because they would love to hear about it. So those are warm leads that you're getting just because you had a conversation with someone and the connection you made there um, is gonna be the life, I think, of your time in the chamber. Because when you start connecting with one, just sit down with that one-on-one, they will connect you to another one. And then that one will connect you to another one. And then you'll find that they're having an event. Like there are other nonprofits in our chamber and I've been to support and help work some of their events. Yes, you have. we don't support the same community, so there was no competition, there was nothing. And then she supports me when we have fundraisers and things of that nature. So it's really, I think, I really am happy to have someone from the chamber on the podcast because I think there's such a misconception that it is just another place. Like it's just that networking thing, mm-hmm. or it's just that golf tournament, or it's just that holiday banquet that happens. Yeah. And that's not the case. Although, we need those. That's our income. That's what keeps our doors open. Yes. But the thing, too, that I learned about the chamber that I, for the first couple of years that I was in, I didn't go to the banquet, the holiday banquet. What I learned was that there are different levels, really, within the chamber. So you have not only the membership levels, but then you also have the sort of social levels, if you will. So you have those who are going to show up for your Tuesday morning lives or those little networking things where you can get 30-second pitch. But then you have those who are going to get involved as ambassadors, and they're going to go around, and they're going to talk to people who may not be members, or they just became members and get to reach and touch the people that aren't necessarily coming to Tuesday morning lives. And then you have, like, those big wigs who are, like, they don't come to the, the Tuesday morning lives, but they will be at that banquet because they sponsor something or their their company is, is a part of it or something. So that's when you get to really meet yes. the people who are very integral members of the community that could potentially help your business as well. So it would behoove us to really think about becoming members of a chamber in our area and really getting involved. That's kind of, I think, mm-hmm. another misconception. Like you don't have to get well, involved, you just have to show up and pass out a card. Exactly. Um, one of the things too with our chamber it doesn't matter what level you join at um, but if you are welcome to all of those events or i mean some chambers i believe have levels of membership that if you're not at this level you don't get to attend certain things our chamber is not like that at all all of our levels of membership everyone of our members are welcome to attend every event that we have. So whether it be the Tuesday Morning Live, which is typically our smaller businesses, um, but another one, our Eggs and Issues Breakfast or our membership luncheon that are nice sit-down meals with a, a, a good keynote speaker and everything, well, that usually draws a lot of our larger corporation, our city officials, you know, our councilmen will be there, and you will have the opportunity to get to meet them you know, learn about them, let them learn about you. I mean, you're a business owner here in this town. They want to know about you. They want to know things that might be bothering your business or what they could do to help. And that's another part, that's that's another benefit of being a member of a chamber because you do have access to those people. They are going to be at some of those other events, which is like, it takes me back to that other misconception that it's just about passing out cards and giving cards. 
That's not the case. If you really get involved in some capacity, even if, like you said, you're go going to the luncheons or you're going to the breakfast or things like that, you're going to meet a different caliber of people, and that is going to open the door to some of the, the people that can help you grow your business, um, some of the people, like you said, who can help you get the road moved if you need it moved or something like that. So I, I love that. that we, so this is just, I've wanted to have this conversation for a while because, you know, we've, we've worked together yes. for some time, and I just feel like there is such a misconception of people walking into a chamber thinking, oh, you know, they've got 600 members, so I'll get, I'll have access to 600 people that can, I can like tell about my business. But the idea is not to go into it, in my opinion, coming from a personal branding standpoint, is that the idea is not to go into it thinking I can sell myself, I can sell my yeah. product, but how can I serve my community with my product or, or my service? And then you're, when you flip the switch that way, then you're not going into it just trying to see how many people you can conquer and sell a product to. I know right. our chamber can smell it a mile away. Yes. Well, and one of the things, too, is we know all of our members can't be at everything, but we want you to be involved when you can, where you can. And one of the misconceptions I feel like that we see a lot is, it's not a lot, but people will think, okay, sign right here, I've joined the chamber, I sit back and let the herd of people come in. No, you still have to put some effort into it too. The chamber can provide opportunities for you to be able to grow your business and everything, but we're not going to be out there directing traffic right. straight to your door. Right. I wish we could for every member we have. I really do, but that's it is a misconception. That's a misconception, but it's also a benefit that you do refer people within the chamber, but you can't think that they're only going to refer you when there are three people who do exactly what you do. The, the, the referral becomes, we have several people in our chamber that do this. I can give you the name of all three. And then, exactly. they, then they would have to determine which one they want to use. And that's what we do. If someone, because, you know, we're also the visitor center for Allen. Know, yeah. So our, we are, and people are in every day, even through COVID. Uh, people are wow. in every day, and, and we send tourism things out. So we do a lot of things at the chamber, uh, but they may come in looking for a map, and they see all the information of all of our members that have put their promotional information there. So it's just another way of spreading that word and letting everyone know. But you are right, when someone joins or they call, and looking for a particular service or product, we are. We are going to be fair, and re we only refer our members, but we'll refer every one of them. The difference is, is if they've been going to one of the networking events, or they even if even at their ribbon cutting, you have the opportunity to meet that business owner and tell them about your business, learn about their business. So then later on, whether in your personal or professional life. It comes up. It's like I need, and you're like I know someone, there you go. and you and you will know that person, and so you feel good about referring them because you personally know them. Exactly. So the onus is on you. If you're going to join a chamber, which I highly, highly recommend you do. Thank you. Simply because it is the one place you can go and know that the sole purpose of the organization is not to get a herd of people in a room to pass out cards. If there is no other reason to do it, that is the reason to do it. The other reason to do it is that it builds a sense of community and that you have to dig deeper. It's a much more personal networking experience. And, it, and it's a great place, I'll say, um, just from my own personal experience, to test 
what it is you're saying and what you're doing to grow your business. Because when you get 75 people in a room together and you are doing your 30 second pitch, if you see that no one's coming up to you and asking you questions about what you did after, or if you see that no one has any interests in giving you a card or asking you a question, then you might deduce that I need to probably switch up my 30 second pitch or maybe I'm not giving the right information in my 30 second pitch. You know, and then when you do those one-on-ones with people, you're getting feedback. So it's just a great place to test. It's a great place to build friendships and relationships. Um, but it's just, I just don't feel like it's the place to come in and try to bulldoze right. with sales. So well, my, yeah, go ahead. We have found that people like to do business with someone they know, like, and trust. Absolutely. So passing out that card, you've not built any trust. None. You've not have someone get to know you and will like you right. where you're going to pop in their head you know when they're out there and someone's looking for your service that's absolutely right sandra i really appreciate you for being on the podcast today <laughs> we we had fun i love talking to sandra i don't know if you noticed because she's got the sweetest voice and i love, <laughs> love talking to her i say that to everybody um but for now just know that if you wherever you are if you have a business and you are listening to this podcast and there is a chamber of commerce in your area join it and then don't go into it trying to sell 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 go into it with an attitude of service how can you serve your organ how can you serve your chamber with your products and services and then get down in the weeds of your chamber and find out what is happening behind the scenes and how you can get involved because that's how you get to the people who have the money to sponsor that's how you get to the people who have the ability to make change and that's how you get your business on the map in your city am i right you are exactly right <laughs> thank yes you. thank, thank you, so you. this really was a pleasure it. thank you all right uh all right next time guys make sure you join us here on the podcast I try to cram a ton into each podcast episode, but I recognize that sometimes you only have time for the cliff note version. That's why my YouTube channel, Be The Brand TV, may be the perfect answer to a quick how-to question. Need a little discussion or follow-up? That's okay too. I've got you, boo. My Facebook group, BTB Boss Talk, is a community of people just like you looking for answers to questions seldom discussed about the how-tos of marketing authentically. Regardless of your need, I've got it covered. So use the link in the show notes to get plugged in today. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, profession, or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.